welcome to All About Animals Radio, and this is The Solutionist Show. I'm your host, Billy Groom. And today we are talking about the controversial issue of Edmonton Valley Zoo's lone elephant loose. Oh God, I get the shivers just saying this. This is such an impactful story. Oh my gosh. She's an elephant, Lucy. Um, We're speaking with Yvonne Luscombe, an independent advocate who's been investigating Edmonton FOI combined documents, and we will learn what that acronym is (laughs) to see if Lucy can be freed to a sanctuary. And most importantly, what exactly is stopping this? Why this has been ongoing for so long? Where the blocks are? And if there is a solution, and of course there is a solution, we just need that to happen. And that's what happens on The Solutionist Show. So we are here today. Thank you so much, Yvonne. Thank you, Billy. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. And it's always a privilege to be able to talk for Lucy. Um, Poor girl, she needs all the voices she can get. But it is a phenomenally interesting story. Um, It's worthy of being a movie one day, really, everything that's involved with that poor soul. Um, Yeah, so... And you should be a part of that movie because you have a lot of information. You have really been involved deeply in this. And I, I, I thank you so much for sharing your information with us because it's really, it's been such a long journey. And, you know, you and I were just talking about how you've gone back and looked back on a lot of the posts and social media posts and pictures and documents, the documents from veterinarians and from other experts on this going back. Will you tell tell us how long and yeah, how long start back? Some of these documents go back. The actual Lucy medical records, the actual zoo notes go back to 1980 and prior to that. And then the is a phenomenal amount of information um, that was gained from Freedom of Information um, by ZooCheck and other people going back even further. So people over the decades have, they have literally studied and studied and asked for every single bit of Edmonton documentation that there was and is about Lucy. And the question is, why is everybody fascinated about Lucy? You know, there's plenty of captive elephants. Um, maybe it's because she's in such such a, you know, bizarre climate for an elephant. Maybe it's because, you know, people that have looked at other animals. Um, I used to advocate for Toki, the orca, and Kiska. And mm-hmm. I know loads of orca advocates that it was like Lucy was an honorary orca because the stories were the same. You know, Lucy was taken from her mother, taken from the wild, you know, sold by a wildlife dealer. Um, you know, she's had a brutal existence. And it's and it's the same thing. You know, people that buy tickets are looking at the animal. Like they used to look at Toki and Kiska and say, well, they, you know, they don't look too bad. Um, and just not getting it. You know, what is it that we see that people who buy tickets don't see? And there's got to be a lot to it because people don't waste their time for 40 years. The same as everybody tried to free Toki for 50 years, you know, and watch Kiska for so long. But the difference between, I suppose, the Orca and Lucy is there is a sanctuary for Lucy, a really, really brilliant one in Tennessee 
who have already taken a lot of zoo and circus elephants. So this is nothing new. You know, Toronto sent their elephants away, Calgary. Um, there are zoos like Detroit who were probably, I think, the first to recognise that it didn't matter how many millions they spent building a habitat, they could never make elephants happy in a zoo, which was a really big deal, you know, when they did that. And it is. Then so I'm just going to step, yeah. sorry, I'm just going to step back here for a second to start. Lucy is in Canada, which I don't know if we've actually said that yet. Uh, we're, we're naming off some cities here. So I just want to clarify, uh, in Canada is cold. I am in Canada. Uh, where are you, Yvonne? Let's just start there. Where are you right now? I'm actually in the south of England in the UK. <laughs> okay. And, so, and somehow I'm, I'm learning about an Edmonton elephant. Yeah, no, it's great. We we appreciate you doing this so much. Uh, I am in Canada. I'm about uh, seven hours, which uh, sounds like a long way from Lucy, but actually Canada is very vast. So it weather-wise, it's not. It's very, it can be very cold here for many months of the year. Um, and it can be very bleak. Uh, and that is, as you rightly just brought up, not a where elephants would normally live. And it it's not it they're not made for that. I mean, some days I feel like nobody's made for the weather here. <laughs> Anybody lives here is beyond me. But uh let's talk about and and you did mention the Toronto Zoo. That is also in Canada and Calgary. Uh it is interesting that the Toronto Zoo did send three of their elephants to sanctuary and yet the Edmonton and the Calgary Zoo has done some some uh, progressive measures as well but the Edmonton Zoo is just sticking by their guns almost for a reason that is in inexplicable but we will get to that um let's talk about uh Lucy's journey a little bit and then the type of conditions that she's in I think it's good to for to understand why this is an important issue why she is suffering and has suffered and continues to suffer okay what i've done is i've pulled up pictures basically from the internet that have been floating around for years because these are the things that kind of catch our eye about you know as an advocate we can't spend all our time you know, trying to save every single animal. We do sign petitions and everything, but usually there's a general animal that attracts our attention. And a lot of these, it is because of pictures that are floated around. So there's a process um, that some elephants have gone through as babies called crushing. And uh, we know about this here because in England, we have Stay, Save the Asian Elephants, who have worked to get actually laws passed through our parliament to ban um, tourists, uh, tourist agencies, I suppose, selling tickets to um, captive elephant tourist attractions that do cruelty. Um, now, Edmonton Valley Zoo actually crushed Lucy. It's in documents. And what that means is they tie an elephant down for a week. They beat them with bull hooks and uh, they winch them. It's to, to break the spirit. Now, Lucy has been in the Edmonton Valley Zoo for 46 years. So, 
you could kind of maybe say they didn't know any better at the time. You know, here's an old picture of Lucy um, looking very terrified. That's done the rounds of the internet for years. This is actually what a bull hook looks like. You know, it is a device not meant to give a cue. It is meant to inflict pain. So after that, now, baby elephants, and this was a picture that really grabbed my attention about Lucy, and I think it grabs a lot of people, which is why she's such a popular elephant to advocate for, is because at this age, she should have still been with her mother or in a nursery. She certainly should have should not have been being ridden by anybody what age is that? do you know what age that is that's about two um okay and then um, god this is tough to tough to listen to i have to say it's and and to, then to give them what, credit because they didn't know any better well it's one yeah, of those things um, you know we can't we can't go back but people have got to understand or i would appreciate them understanding why we feel Lucy deserves a year or two or three or four or maybe even 20 because elephants and sanctuaries live 20 years longer on average than in zoos but this is why she's so important because we empathize with her you know she's had it tough it's not like an elephant that's maybe been in a zoo that hasn't quite got it right but she's been with a few others and it hasn't been too bad Lucy had it tough and she still has it tough so she's there been are, alone since she was two years old? She's been she did in... have a companion for, I think, about 10, I think it was something like 16 years, and we'll go on to that. Okay. Um, because that's actually more interesting than I first thought, and there's Lucy details attached to that one. Um, so I just want to say, though, but in the records that I've dug up and I've taken some from the Edmonton Advocates Leap, um, information and some from zoo records so I'm in the middle you know it's it's I'd like to see I'd like if someone says it's raining if someone says it's dry I'm doing the look outside and see what it is you know kind of thing mm -hmm. and that's what I wish media would do and I wish government would do it because they don't um, so there's a record here that said in 1978 it took only a week for Lucy to become comfortable with her chains but when they wanted her to lie down, they had to use a winch and force her. Why um, would they want her to lie down? It's just part of the process. It's just part of the crushing. I suppose it's called crushing because it crushes their spirit. You know, it's still done in some far off land places. It's, you know, I'd be surprised if any zoo did it these days. Um, you know, circuses did it. It's what they did. You know, it's a big wild animal they want to control that animal but this is you know i'm not saying this to say our oh, poor lucy and you know because there's nothing else we can do now you know it's done it's dusted sadly it happened but again it's just to understand people maybe not understand why everybody's so passionate about lucy um and and also we have this business about edmonton valley zoo saying lucy is bonded to the zoo she's a people elephant which world experts just say they've never heard of such nonsense but also why would she be a people elephant and bonded to someone that's beaten you know that's done these things to her elephants are ridiculously clever you know they are super intelligent and she knows she's not meant to be there she knows that that's 
not where she and she has fought back that was one of the biggest things i found in these documents was lucy grabbing bull hooks lucy taking swings lucy bolting from her trainers you know and they couldn't do a thing about it at the time and it's in the expert court testimonies you know and so why is the zoo still saying she's bonded now i'm not on a blame game for staff or anything else the staff have changed over the years so she's certainly not bonded to people that have come and gone um you know i don't know if there's one or two ones that were here at the time that i've got a picture here from a newspaper saying lucy the elephant hates our winters and there's a picture of her standing on a ball and the picture of someone riding her and saying that the trainer proudly states lucy's souvenir of her first winter was frostbite on her ears you know, Can you see that photo? Well, this is probably where she got it. They got her out to push a truck that was stuck. And thing is, what's changed, you know, over the years? So I'll do the photo. This is first. Edmonton. I just want to say, people, there's tow trucks all over Edmonton. There are yeah. tow, like, we, we get snow like that all the time for those who saw that pit that truck is not stuck in anything that is an old picture. not expecting pardon me that, that is an old black and white picture that one it is an old there's one. still tow trucks the tow tr tr mm. trucks have been getting out of snow in canada <laughs> for decades we don't need elephants to push a truck out of snow no and i wonder with those pictures that you've seen why has the alberta um biodiversity wildlife department issued a permit for education for this place you know to get an education they get permit, funding they get funding they get grants education this is the thing when you look at how that zoo gets their permits they're getting it from places that's all government funded there's nothing independent about it and nobody will uphold the alberta zoo standards it's a law and we'll come on to that because it actually says written on the Edmonton website and Alberta website, um, if there's any concerns, and it's only concern, you know, it's not like it says you've got a stone bonking proof, it's a concern. You can report to, you know, law enforcement, and it says something like the RCMP, the police, the peace officers, CASA, um, I think there's one other, but it doesn't matter who you call, none of them will do it. All that happened, oh, it was 311. So you call any of these people, and I've tested this myself, and people have done it for 30 at least years, and everybody says it's the other one. The yeah. RCMP wrote, wrote me back saying, uh, really sorry, Yvonne, but it's not us. The police are really sweet and gave me a nice phone call and really went through it, and they said, it's not us. <laughs> uh, so both of them have said, don't know why that's on the website. Um, 311 will only put you through to the zoo, which is a laugh because they're the ones that you want to complain about. Yeah. Um, the peace officers won't touch it. And the actual government ministers, when you complain to them, and they've changed obviously drastically over the years, they all say the same thing. If you wish to make a complaint about Lucy, because we've never seen any evidence she's been hurt, and you're thinking, that can't quite be true, um, you can phone and you can guess what that list is. And that's the what same they list that just yeah. 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 And you what's yeah. going and on? And they intentionally do that and it's it's Canada yeah. and it's worldwide, probably, maybe not everywhere, but 
where you just get the runaround because nobody wants to deal with it because it's. And what I don't understand is it's not actually a difficult problem. It really isn't. I mean, they've got something like 350 animals there. Well, losing one isn't going to be a big deal. I know Lucy was down as their star attraction, and I've got an Edmonton Council document here that says it, and we will get to that one in a minute because that's a really good document um, to have Which a look implies, at. Because... Uh, that it's really all about money. Oh. oh, here it is. So this is, I've got printed up here, pages 37, 38, and 39 of the Edmonton 2005 Council Plan to do with the zoo. It's a big, long document. It's online. So all, when Edmonton Valley Zoo say that Lucy can't travel and she's not there to earn money, every line of this is worth a read, every single line of it. Because on it, it says, send both elephants away now. So they could both travel. So even they've said it. And this was when Samantha was there. We'll, we'll pop back to that in a minute. And it says, so what year is this? What year is this, this is 2005. So I'm going to be popping all over the place with years because this stuff yeah, is just no, interlinked. Okay. So the con of sending Lucy away, right? It doesn't say anything about her breathing or bonded. It says Lucy is zoo icon. Elephant is zoo logo. Potential union problems. Zoo will lose its star fundraiser. Zoo will lose attendance. And there's lots more pros and cons and things. But this was the one that really caught my eye. Um, it says, investigate options for caring for Lucy. Option one, keep Lucy comfortable in existing facility for the rest of her life. Uh, be ready to address Casa, Aza and Peta issues in a proactive manner. So if they so didn't they know, know they didn't... that yeah, they already they knew they were doing something very wrong. Yeah. And, you know, it's illegal to hold a solitary elephant in Canada because it's already proven it's cruel. And especially for a female elephant, you know, that Lucy, you know, should spend her entire life with her family group. And if that family group was taken away, as we've seen from other um, sanctuaries, I can think of the one in Kenya that is that is just phenomenal that has takes in all the orphans they live in groups and they do get bonded to a new group so by doing this they the Edmonton Valley Zoo have already gone against all science you know and so, the law they, they're breaking currently breaking the law they are so when they've they put this mythbuster thing on their website and what they do is they get a special dispensation because it says we're not illegally holding Lucy. So what they need is they need a vet to tick a box and say, no, Lucy can't travel. And then Casa can take their fee and give a special dispensation. And that's how they do it. But we can see the irony here. Lucy can't travel for health reasons, yet it's okay to be beaten and winched and to get frostbite and to live in an environment that is painful for her, to be yep. alone, yep. to be emotionally stressed, to be physically mm -hmm. abused, but, oh, she can't travel. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. It really is. And the, the thing is, it's really tricky. I think sometimes people, they've, 
you know, if I show you this picture here, and there's a reason for this one. So this picture here is the person has, the zoo person has put a bull hook in her mouth, very sensitive part of any elephant's, you know, body. Um, she breathes through her mouth. She's got arthritis. She's 2,000 pounds overweight, and he feels the need to do that. Now, there's another picture to that that I should have printed up. When I watched the CBC fifth film, The Elephant in the Room, which was about Lucy, it's a brilliant film, it's still available um, to watch. And there was a part in it whereby Lucy is outside and there's some, you know, in the zoo, and there's some tourists walking past. And the guy goes up to Lucy, no bullhook, but gets her to lift him. And then you can see someone go, oh, you know, how lovely. And I thought, yeah, but what you've just seen wasn't that. And that's what happened to Lucy, you know. And they're probably thinking, oh, look, she's doing that to a trainer. Yeah, and look what a trainer did to her, you know. And that's the problem. That film was brilliant because I think it was Bob Barker on it, William Shatner. Um, and on that film, Lucy was swaying backwards and forwards in the barn around the staff, which, of course, is a proven scientific mental distress. You know, she's having a mental breakdown when she's swaying. I've seen films of Lucy on display in the yard, rocking away. And there are people screaming, children screaming. Again. And I've seen I've, ones where she's just banging her head against yeah. the the yeah. steel bars just mm. hanging her head she is yes and yeah. and and we have seen elephants travel great distances uh, as as toronto zoo did and as soon as they get into the wild into their sanctuary they completely bond with elephants they do. And also, it's a, lot, a lot of the stuff in um, here, um, you know, these huge court documents, 500 pages long from, from top class vets and everything about Lucy, they say they have transported really sick elephants, probably some worse off than Lucy. And some of them are transported elephants that are practically 90 years of age. You know, Lucy is described by the zoo as, you know, really elderly. She's not. You know, she's middle-aged. She might be just tipping over 50, but, you know, as if you were a human, but she's not elderly. And, you know, all of them say that her health problems are due to captivity. You know, you can read anything from, I don't know, the likes of Born Free or anybody else, and they've got long, detailed, um, you know, documents, and, you know, they've done statements about how zoos you know, the captivity really stresses and hurts elephants because an elephant, to stay healthy, needs to roam 16 hours a day. It doesn't need to run about like a cheetah. It just needs to roam and on a soft surface, you know, graze, browse, you know, bays and all that kind of stuff. And that is how you stay fit and healthy. You know, a dog can live, you know, on a chain for 10 years or a dog can live in a house for 10 years, but which one's going to be more healthy? You know, it's the same thing. Lucy's health problems are caused by this captivity. You know, and there's again the irony uh, in it. They're creating yeah. their own reason for not sending her to a sanctuary. They're they're yeah. self-creating it. They're perpetuating the reason, their justification for not sending her. 
which we know is not the real reason anyway. The real reason is money and attraction. And it's just become this issue that it shouldn't be. It's become this, it's almost like they're so defiant now on not, yes. not, because it's I think I think there's a lot of, um, oh, I, don't, I wouldn't call, I don't know to call it pride or not, because, you know, if you're proud of something, it's because deep down in your heart, you know, you've done the right thing or, you know, you know, you really believe that you did the right thing. But I they they know what they're doing. You know, yeah. they they absolutely. And one thing, actually, I'll, I can show you here quickly is. When they. um. This is quite interesting. So these health records were health records for Lucy between 1980 and March 2009. Now, there's a note here that says Zuchek first obtained elephant medical records. After this request, the zoo stopped keeping the detailed records. Now, there's an email amongst this lot and it's between zoo staff and the person in charge has told the vet to not keep any future detailed notes like I have here and like these are, no more. Just to put, Lucy is fine. So after these were all, this is why this stuff is so incredibly valuable because this kind of stuff may not exist anymore because they were told not to keep it. And I know from other, other sources that whereas freedom of information used to come through quite quickly, sometimes it can take 18 months now. You know, it's it's so hard to get any information about Lucy. Now, again, if you're being honest, why would it be hard? You know, is but, it is I wonder if that speaking of laws, sorry to interrupt. Um, no, no, go for it. Would it be illegal for the veterinarian to not report that? I mean, there is the uh, Canadian Veterinarian Medical Association. And I wonder, it's certainly unethical. Well, do you know, I talked to, to um, the Alberta ABVMA, I think it is, and I had a nice email back from a vet there who said to move Lucy, you would need permits from these places. And they said they keep an eye on Lucy. And funny enough, a couple of days ago, one of my friends, Lara, bless her, uh, she printed up the Canadian vet oath. And if you read that oath, you have to say, what's going on? Yeah. You know, with these vets. Exactly. Because it's it's just bonkers what have they're doing. Have there been vets that have fought to, to or supported her release to a sanctuary? Sorry? Have there been veterinarians in Canada that have supported her release to a sanctuary? Absolutely. Um, one of them actually did this lovely painting to raise funds for Lucy. That's just a print. That's that wonderful. Was, that was um, Dr. Zimmerman. She was an Alberta vet. What I did recently is I actually went through the documents I've printed up so far and I made just lists, you know, just basic lists, yay and nay. And I had yay 14. For, yay for transporting her to a sanctuary and nay yes. for, for, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So of the 14, one of them was the 2005 Edmonton Council plan that admitted that I showed you she could travel. One of them, believe it or not, is CASA. CASA advised Edmonton in about 2006 to get out of the elephant business. 
Do you want to, that's the Canadian Zoo Association? Yeah. Yeah. But then for a few years, the directors of CASA were the directors of the Edmonton Valley Zoo. We can see where this is going, can't we? Yeah. Uh, It's made (laughs) up of zoo people. They get paid a fee and off they go. And I mean, we could be here all night, but in these documents, there's a long list of things that have happened in CASA zoos that just show they're not even holding their own laws. And we know they're not because, um, sorry, I'll just, I'll come back to that list in a minute. But on the May the 11th, 2023, there was this Alberta Health and Safety Report done. One of the advocates uh, reported um, because Lucy's breathing and there's known about the dust in the barn and there's been no lawful ventilation for years, that they were worried about the sand now the sand is silica anybody who's got horses knows you do not put silica in a closed building it's lung disease you know you wouldn't want it for a horse you wouldn't want it for an elephant or anything else and it actually says in here that um a pile of playground silica sand inside the enclosure was used by the elephant as its bed and also as bath powder for its body When the elephant is bathing with sand, it becomes dusty inside the enclosure. Silica dust can make a worker, as well as the elephant, acquire lung disease. Pretty serious, you'd think, wouldn't you, lung disease? You know, Lucy's got a breathing issue, but the same for years, they don't know what what causes it. And there's no lawful ventilation. So it's, you know, it's it's almost like you've got a box. You're putting Lucy in that box and... um, here we go. I bought a little Lucy. It's an Asian elephant. So you've got a box. You're putting Lucy in that box. Yeah. And the only thing at the end of her trunk she can breathe it's is lung-damaging toxins. And yeah. this must be the 40 years dedicated care that they keep talking about. But what is the real worry here is that the council, they, they pay a lot of money. A lot of, you know, you've got people in Edmonton needing food banks, you know, sleeping homeless education needs healthcare needs no one can get a doctor it's something like four hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month goes on the zoo and someone had to buy the sand in the first place now someone who so didn't far, do their, didn't do their research that's for sure no but so I how think, yeah no go ahead no i was going to say so from what i've read there's a lot of people there that are not qualified in looking after elephants. Yeah. One of the vets they hired once had not seen an elephant until he went to Edmonton Valley Zoo, Dr. Ness. So, I mean, to be, to be honest, silica sand and no ventilation it is, you know, it's toddler school. You know, yeah. anybody that's got any animal, you, I mean, if you had a dog and you put it in one of those cages, you know, with, with the... You know, it's got it's like little bars, isn't it? You know, people will shut dogs in them, but obviously, you know, they can breathe through the bars. Lucy's in a in a building with no ventilation, and it's not a big building at all. That, that can't be legal. That there's just it's no not. Way. It breaks the law. It breaks Alberta Zoo standards. So you would think, wouldn't you? And the person who reported, you know, and got this done, assumed that as soon as that was done, Casa would uphold. The zoo standards, the council would, the environment department would, the zoo would, claiming all this love. Did anybody? No. And that's been going on for years. 
And yet the money is there. It's not a money thing. The council's already paid, but nobody is overseeing the zoo. That is a pro that is an interesting problem. Nobody oversees the zoos. Yeah. I was just going to say people are fooled with Canada a lot. They think, oh, okay, really? That's happening in Canada? But there are a lot of in respect to animal welfare that are not they they don't oversee. I mean, we have Humane Canada that they 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 have no jurisdiction now over exactly. Valley's they have no jurisdiction. They really mm. have no it, it it makes it sound as though we have these organizations that oversee and make sure that animals are cared. But there's really not. It it takes people bringing the, law, the laws for Lucy are there. It's just nobody upholds them. It's the, the nobody upholds them. And everybody just walks away, elephant in the room, sweep it under the carpet, this type of thing. The they one do. thing you did bring up that I thought was interesting is that that uh, toxic material is also toxic to humans. So we've got people working in there. So, and, and they have to wear masks. This now. is the solution of show. It's interesting that sometimes, uh, which should not. It should not be this, and it's terrible, but when it starts affecting humans, it starts to get a little more attention. Um, so all that money that's being used, your points on the homeless people there and food banks and where that money could be going. One would wonder, you know, taking that approach of what what would be the benefits to humans by sending Lucy to a sanctuary. There's, there's yeah. huge benefits. There really is. And also at the sanctuary. And I'm not I'm advocating yeah. that that's the way to go, but that is the, that's, mm. it should be about Lucy, but sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's, it's absolutely fine. I totally agree. But actually let's, there's another people issue here. There's the people in Edmonton that have been ridiculed. They were ridiculed for years and what I, another reason that drew me to it was I saw pictures and I saw posts on social media of these people with their purple t-shirts on sitting in these council meetings and they were being made to sit in silence you know at these council meetings I think there was sometimes you're allowed three minutes they went to these meetings for years and they were not allowed three minutes and I actually found that heartbreaking you know, it, they, it's not freedom of speech. I thought that was, sure. I thought it was degrading, would... it was belittling, and these people have been right. And they didn't want to do anything other than do right. Have a chat. Talk to the elected officials that knocked on the door promising them the earth. And uh, they, so... they, there's been lots of uh, peaceful protests, picketing. There's been a lot of educational resources. Mm -hmm. um, organizations such as um, LEAP, which uh, has been influential. I, um, there, there is a lot of, there's a lot of support and a lot of people. You, you are particularly knowledgeable on all the information all the way through. Having said that, there are so many people that just in Canada that that just don't know have no idea have I, no idea and I it's... completely I completely get why not everybody is keen you know or, or wants to you know spend their time thinking about an elephant in a zoo and 
perhaps then the way to go is to say it's also a people issue and it's one of those things that if I see a post you know or someone is asking people to write letters in support of a kids charity or I don't know someone you know wants a new park or someone wants to do this someone do anything that helps people you know I would like to think that and I do my best to support that and it's one of those things that we all moan about leaders and what they do but it's something that anybody can do is just say does that matter to that person does it hurt anybody what's the benefits can I say yes can I just press a button and help and that's a that's a people power thing you know people could do an awful lot more about not just Lucy but about all kinds of things and you know a few years ago, the council, Edmonton, the new council, had this two or three day thing where anybody could ask to speak for a few minutes. And they even let me do it. You know, I'm in the UK. They let me do it. Hmm. So I had a few minutes speaking about Lucy and sending it. And while I was on there, I spent a couple of hours listening to the local people and all the issues they were talking about. And they spoke a lot of sense. There was people. There were people that wanted, I don't know, they wanted better facilities in winter to, you know, do their sports, or they gave solutions to local problems. They were very sensible. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was probably me and um, a couple of others spoke for Lucy. There was one person speaking for the zoo that wanted more money, but generally, there's a lot of people there saying a lot of good things mm-hmm. you know i take my half to the council for doing that because they would have gone away with a great list of stuff that made an awful lot of sense and known you know without doubt what the people they are elected and paid to serve wanted to see happen you know question so question remains as to how many of those that they actually addressed and what they did, oh, absolutely. Which, which I don't you know, know. And I'm not there, it's not my suit. But yeah, um, absolutely. I, I think it is wonderful that they did that. And I I have no doubt that the people that spoke were well-educated and spoke well and had some very valid points. It is, there's strong community. There's strong community. Oh. They're, they are cities that people live in for a long time. They've had family there for years and years and years. It's a large city. It is um it it's you know it's a world-renowned city so it that is. doesn't yeah yeah and it and it's got what, what i took away from it was how much there is going on yeah you know there was a lady talking about her um disabled child doing um horse riding and stuff there was all kinds of there was you know olympic stuff going on talking about you know how to help children get better for certain sports and there's a lot going on they do not need one lonely, depressed elephant. No. And if the other zoos, you know, sort of going back to that, can do right and think, right, well, we've learned a bit more now. Let's move on. And with the money and everything else, you know, to me, there just doesn't seem a reason why people can't say, yeah, come on, let's just do the right thing here by Lucy. You know, it's no disrespect to anybody. It's no anything. We've learned more. Move on. And I'll go back to this list now, the names I found. So who says Lucy can move? Well, for number one, the great Lech Chaler, she says it. Now, Lech Chaler is well known amongst wildlife 
people because she has got Elephant Nature Park. I thought I had a picture of her somewhere. And she has moved over 200 elephants. Now, she does the wow. really hard rescues. You know, she takes the elephants from the worst possible chainings, begging, logging. Um, last week, she moved a 90-year-old elephant. And the lady has been honoured by um, world leaders. She has spoke, She speaks at UN. I mean, she's been on practically like Nat Geo, the Netflix documentary. Her, her CV is ginormous and she is, she's just phenomenal, you know. And she actually came to Edmonton last year at the request of Lee to talk to the council, talk to Edmonton Valley Zoo to meet Lucy. You know, she came from Thailand, she made that effort. They locked Lucy out of sight and the council refused to meet her. The only people that were courteous, and bear in mind that this lady's been honored by Hillary Clinton and other people when, you know, around the world. The only person, the only people that were courteous was CTV Edmonton and that she was on the morning show. Now, it's really odd that since the fuss that everybody's been making about, well, how could you be so rude? I mean, you know, if, if a world wildlife expert came to visit Edmonton, say, about red pandas, they'd probably fling open the doors, you know, with a red panda thing going on. But there's you icon, you know, the world famous elephant expert comes and no one can say hello. You know, Let came to well, tell because them. Because they're she scared of her. Person. Yeah, that's right. I mean, bless her, she's she's the most, you know, sweet little person ever going. I mean, she must be tough as anything to do what she does, but she does it with grace and she does it with honour. And Edmonton showed none, absolutely none. And I was really mortified for the people at Leap. I mean, they work so hard, you know. And again, if you've got nothing to hide, what are you doing? And what was actually really sad was at the same time, more or less the same month, it was October, Edmonton Valley Zoo had paid $25,000 to a zoo breeding vet from Germany to come and examine Lucy. Now, the annual evaluation is supposed to be about can she move? The breeding vet, what breeding vets don't move aging elephants. Right. I, I was yeah. just thinking that. As yeah. a, yeah, as an expert with, um, canines it's the same thing I mean I'm a behaviorist if people ask me vet questions or ask me breeding questions I might know just because I've been in the game for three decades and and but I it's certainly not something I should be called upon as an expert well well zoo breeding is a known disaster I'm not saying the vet's a disaster I'm sure he's very good at what he does but there's a three the times higher yeah. mortality rate in breeding zoo elephants it doesn't save the species. In fact, with Asian elephants like Lucy, 40% of the population years ago were taken out of what the wild to go into entertainment. It decimated the species. And they just don't breed because when they're in these tiny enclosures, Lucy's got like a 0.3 acre yard, they can do nothing natural. So despite yeah. Edmonton Valley Zoo website saying all animals will be seen in a natural habitat and display natural behaviours, well, Lucy's there swaying. You know, you got yeah. your elephant. She's there rocking like that. You know, what else is she going to yeah, do? It's, it's beyond cruel. Um, it's, exactly. That they, 
um, from what I understand, and again, I'll let you talk on this, but they will come up with small yeah. solutions that per get them to be seen or or to be perceived as addressing some of these concerns with her environment uh, to improve her environment. Do those? Well, we I think we probably know that the they really don't improve the environment. They they just well, you you know that she they, needs she, she needs safe air to breathe. They bought her some rocks. They bought her rocks this year, or just at the end of last year. They spent money, taxpayers' money, on rocks in that tiny yard. Yeah, that's the kind of thing I mean. I keep hearing about these small. <laughs> solutions that they're doing that sort of make them look like they're caring and improving her environment and it has absolutely nothing no. to do with what's going to make I'll, I'll just go will. through this yeah I'll just go through this list because one of these people hit the nail on the head with what's going on there so I told talked about Lech Chela. there was a lady called Margaret Whitaker and she was a zoo director. Over her career, she'd had a oversight of 175 elephants. She actually met Lucy. And she, in her expert court witness testimony, said she has asked people in zoos for and against moving Lucy how they perceive the situation. And she came up with this answer. She said, People, vets that are uncertain about moving elephants because it's not what they do, would always tick a no box. And that's it. It's not complicated. You know, if the if the zoo hires a vet that doesn't transport aging elephants, that's what you get. So why don't they, so, you know, that's another thing, Edmonton, all your money, all of this stuff you're being told, it's not truthful because we know... Right. In and then 20... they refuse to speak to the woman that actually is an expert on that. Yeah. And in 2022, for the first time ever, after pressure from LEAP for decades, so it took decades to get this far, um, Lucy had her first ever truthful evaluation to move. And that was Dr. London and Ingo Schmidhinger. So... Dr. London wrote a brilliant report, um, detailed, and said Lucy could move. And Ingo did the same. He's head of elephant operations at a sanctuary. So they're also on the on the yes list, as well as Dr. William Keith Lindsay, who has 30 years expertise and his CV is phenomenal. Derek Thompson who is actually Lex's husband, but he is he um, helps run the sanctuary and he was a co he is a co-founder of Save the Elephant Foundation. Derek was instrumental in the rescue and transport of Kavan, the famous Pakistan elephant. Then there's Dr. Joyce Paul, who is also a well-known expert vet. Um, who else was there? Dr. Philip Ensley, 30 years expertise with elephants. Dr. Mel Richardson, 28 years experience as a captive wild animal vet zoos. So I hope people are realizing this. This is a this is zoo and sanctuary people. It's a pretty even mix. So, you know, other zoos and places, they know of Lucy. And I know that there's been 
elephant conferences and the minute Lucy's name is mentioned, there's like a gigantic sigh goes around the room. You know, Lucy is so well known. And it's such a shame, really, because Evanston Valley Zoo has got quite a huge site. You know, a lot of the cages are a little bit dilapidated and everything else. But if just a little bit of restructuring, you know, and also with all the climate issues that are going on, Alberta does get some, a lot of extremes. Isn't now the time to restructure? You know, have less animals, stick with the red pandas, do stuff better, use some of that space. You know, because all these people here, oh, by the way, there's um, Surinder Varma, Asian elephant expert from India, Dr. Zimmerman, who did the painting, she's a vet, and Scott Bias from Global Sanctuary Brazil. They all, over 30 years, have said, and that's up to 2023, Lucy is suffering. And the word pain and suffering is in their reports a lot. That's the common theme. The ones that said, no, Lucy will die if she's moved, that's the common theme for the zoo to say, isn't it? Dr. Milton Ness, he had no prior experience with elephants at all before Edmonton hired him. Dr. Frank Goeritz was a zoo breeding vet from the last two years. Dr. Usterhuis, the famous one, they kept him on for years. Hired by clients facing criminal cruelty charges. We'll go further into him because there was a, a big court case he was in charge of i think san diego and he mm -hmm. was the head keeper of the head mm -hmm. vet and there's a court case about an elephant called dunder who was um tied down by all four legs and beaten with axe handles for a few days and he was hired by a circus and there was two elephants died and two days before he had said they're fine to perform and the autopsy showed they had something like 20% lung capacity. And he'd said they were fine. And the other big one with Dr. Usterhuis was Alaska. And this is a, always a very common um, example is Maggie was a lone elephant in Alaska. And if you looked at what Dr. Usterhuis wrote about Maggie and Lucy was exactly the same, bonded, will dive, moved, you know, same old, same old. Alaska was having none of it. They hired 11 more vets who all said, move her, she's fine to move. And they said this people bonding businesses, you know. So Maggie did go and she enjoyed 20 years in the poor sanctuary. They flew her off in a plane. She was fine, you know, all that kind of stuff. And Maggie didn't have it as hard as Lucy either. Maggie didn't do any silly tricks. You know, she wasn't painting and all that kind of stuff. Um, oh, so the, the only was... block here is the Edmonton Zoo. That's the only block, and and they can well, claim to owning her, or is sorry, she's I, government. I like... She's government. She's government property. Um, well, they bought her, but she's she is government, government property. Yeah. Okay. But this kind of explained it a little bit. So this is from the USDA in America. So it says here that if we um, there's pictures of Samantha. So. I like Samantha this picture. Samantha is only... the elephant that she lived with for 16 yeah. years, correct? Yes. Yeah. So you've got Lucy and Samantha. Samantha, they've all, they've all got a few names because Lucy's real name is Scanic. So Lucy's here, Samantha's here. Lucy's Asian, Samantha's African. In the wild, the two don't mix. So, of course, it you know they had to go and get two different species elephants, didn't they, being Edmonton? And they didn't have the space for them at all. And that's written in also documents and stuff so this is an elephant hug so all that she don't like other elephants 
Edmonton used a, I think it was a time when they were playing. Now they play like toddlers play, but they're elephants, you know, they're big and they're strong. And there, there isn't much room in that yard. I think Samantha fell in the ditch or something and they use that as an excuse. But these two elephants were called to each other, trunk hugs and everything else. So when they were trying to get rid of her because the breeding didn't work, they tried, they wanted to breed and then they realized it's a really daft idea. And they sent Lucy away twice to Calgary to breed. And Edmonton tried to say that Lucy doesn't travel well because she gets stressed. Well, in the Calgary records, there was no stress for Lucy. She traveled really well and she had no proper training, which is what they would have now. Because in those days, they just bunged them on the truck and off they went. Whereas now they are properly trained. So we know she doesn't get stressed um, traveling and all that. Anyway, she didn't breed. It was a silly idea. Um, so then they wanted shot of Samantha, get rid of her. Being an African elephant, she was actually quite valuable. And the only place she could go um, was the North Carolina Zoo. Now, they have got a superb, amazing facility. It is gigantic. It's acres. And they've got a proper herd place. But it did say here, um, to say the least, getting to this point has been a great deal of work for the Valley Zoo. They don't have suitable space for this animal by itself. And they definitely don't have room for any more were she to be bred in Canada. And they have no money to expand their programme. Importing this animal to the US is by far the best option for this animal. Um, and it does say the biggest stumbling block being city government that doesn't understand animal management, conservation, interzoo management programs, to say the least. So, um, you know, this is again what other zoos are saying. They're not, you know, they're not out to be rude or horrible. It's just everybody's recognizing it except the Edmonton Council and the Alberta you know, wildlife department and anybody else who owns a permit, you know, holds a permit over Lucy's head. So Samantha is here and she's alive. I did check a couple of days ago. So she's now in the Canada. So I think she is this one. She's either this one or this one. She hasn't got any tusks. Um, so she's in a very happy place. But you look at that, you know, I, not all zoos are bad. And, um, you know, we want to to realise that, but just so everybody's right. aware. Oh, no, right? for sure. This isn't an issue on zoos. This is an issue on the situation. Right. Yeah, and there you go. So that's, that's, that's where Lucy spends 75% of her day. That's where Samantha spends most of every single day. That's the problem. And in this building, as we know, it's not very nice. Lucy sleeps in a corridor on a pile of sand. And by that herself. Is, and that is nope, yeah, by herself. Not. She's seen on webcams by the vet, Dr. London, swaying distressed in the middle of the night because Dr. London reviewed one of the night films. Um, it's supposed to be soft sand. It's actually grit, some of this stuff. And she's got sores that rarely heal in her skin. Now, to change sand, all you do is you phone the local company, you order a few tons, it comes in, you get a mini digger or a bigger digger, you get a dumper truck, and off you do, or if you go with it. You know, it's really simple. I mean, who wants their dog, their horse, any animal? Who, who yeah. would put their animal in the place of Lucy in there? You know, or even want their city to pay money for that. And just to compare... That's what a normal, decent zoo looks like. That's the space and a barn that is suitable for elephants. 
you know, ginormous. The elephant in the UK that's on her own has got a barn nine times bigger than Lucy's. It's state-of-the-art, temperature control, ventilation. It's proper sand. It's safe. She can wander in and out. She's got a pool. And obviously, we don't have the climate you've got. You know, so there are lone elephants with a lot better facilities. And vets over the years, even as to who has said, Lucy needs a better barn, needs better facilities. You know, so even the ones that have said no, said Lucy needs better stuff. And again, Edmonton have already paid for this. The people have already oh, yes, paid you're right. the almost, money. Yeah, yeah. there's almost and, two two issues here. One is she could, she could travel, she should just go to a sanctuary. And there's also a sanctuary. Well, that will well, take right. the and, second and the other, one is yeah. just where she's living her her if 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 she's not going to travel and they're not going to do that they need to address her living well, condition well this is a bit that irritates everybody is that you pick up the phone and by the time you phone the second time they've got you on on the answer phone and then you'll get this email to say oh we've looked at it and it's all fine and you're like well it's really not because they're not upholding the zoo standards but it's not it's not lawful. Legal. It, Legal. It's right. And it's paid for. So, you know, that's the problem here. If Lucy had a stonking great barn, like the elephant in England's got, now a lot of people want the elephant in England moved. That's Annie. Um, you know, it, it's Annie's not in the worst place in the world. She's at least she's got some facilities. She does sway and rock backs and forwards. Um but she was a beaten circus elephant. She had an awful lot of trauma. But then so is Lucy. Lucy's been beaten as well. Comparison because I think any animal condition, uh, elephant condition, if you compare it to Lucy, I mean, we're setting the standards so low there. It's disgusting that it is disgusting. Yeah. That he's not the worst. It's still wrong on so many levels, and to to try to it, it is that. yeah it is but, but when i see, when i see um annie able to wander in you know, i don't see her because she's outside but when i've seen videos and stuff of her being able to wander in now and i just think god i wish lucy had that freedom lucy yes is, this is a typical lucy summer picture right they parked her on main grass by cars again this is this is breaking the safety standards and nobody upholds them in alberta she's by a car it's boiling hot. She has no access to water. She can't graze. She's only there so people can take photos. And I've cut it out of the picture because there was someone there with their kid going, oh, look. But what, what's the kids seen? They've seen a depressed elephant who's got loads of health problems because of she stood there. It That's looks like a dog seen. park. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's what that looks like with the, fe yeah. the fence area. It looks like a dog park. And you're going to One thing I will say, yeah, as well, is just going quickly back to that, and then I'll dump this, is Lucy has been taught to urinate over a drain. <clears throat> the bedding is coming up, at the, the vet said, is coming up at the sides where Lucy's pulled up a bit and it's old. Um, and it doesn't support her feet enough. But maybe it's because if she wheezes, the, the mats get slippery or something. So she has to wait until the keepers turn up, take her over a drain, and she's carrying a 70-pound uterine tumour. She waited 10 years to get the proper treatment for that, and that was from Dr London, who gave the vet, who, who started her off on it. 10 years for tumour medication. She's got a 70-pound tumour, 
and she's not allowed to wee when she wants to. So I'll so, just go and run. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. I wanted no, to talk right. a little bit, move forward. Well, I want it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I just, I just, there's loads of this, but I'm just going to give you. You're the pro. You, you lead this. I'll just give you a few bits. So the health record, if it was an honest health record, you've got um, left foot sore, infection to left foot, um, right toe very swollen, right foot pad is lifting in the centre, hip abrasion, pus from tail abscess, right toe bulging, treatment for upper respiratory congestion, blood in urine, blood in urine, uh, continued treatment, nasal mucus, congested, pus in tail, not sleeping, um, more trouble breathing when laying on right side. And it is literally every single line, and there's lots on each page, and nothing changes. It's the same thing. So with all that going on, it's because they cannot keep Lucy safe and well. They just can't. You know, they're, they're, they're fighting infections. And I'm not surprised given where she lives. You know, and it says Lucy's got great feet on the Edmonton website. Well, no, she hasn't. It says it in your own records. And so when kids are watching Lucy walk on concrete, she walks so slowly, the poor soul, because concrete really hurts elephants' feet. She's already got foot problems. Where's the all-weather walkway? You know, an all-weather walkway is so simple to make. Why hasn't she got that in 40 years? A soft surface, basic husbandry. Um, but she stood around so people can take pictures of her. And, of course, the bull hooks are always out. You know, and this one, when she's walked in winter, they've got a bull hook, like, to chivy her feet along. Well, her feet are sore and she's cold. They refuse to put a coat on her. Below seven degrees, elephants need coats. So um, that's the kind of moaning bit done. Below this seven. This is like, oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we, we move on a little bit. No, it's, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, for the host, I'm speechless. You're, you're providing such an aid such a strong argument i think for myself and maybe for some of the listeners were thinking okay there's a, been a lot of proof that this this is illegal there's been a lot of illegal activity so we in canada has, have yeah. an organization called um animal justice which is based out of toronto and i believe that they have been involved in trying to help lucy and they were I never like to say that anybody who's tried has been ineffective. I mean, clearly she's still there and she's still being abused and there's still cruelty. But I think every everybody who's tried anything is making a positive impact. So not as a criticism, but um, if there's this many things that are illegal, uh, wouldn't it animal justice is is made up of lawyers i, I should they, they've tried they've tried yes, the they thing have. is um the same as you check they tried and then it got chucked out on technicality you need to go under this law you need to go under that the same really it reminded me of all the marine land trials you know how many times had they been taken you know to court um it's hard it doesn't matter who you are 
you know, it is the doors are closed to law enforcement. And that's the problem. Um, because it, it's also, I suppose, it's, it's you know, it's going on corruption, isn't it? Because if people can't access the legal routes to law, either you, they should pull it from the website and say, sorry, you know, you can't make a complaint about the zoo, that's it. Just be honest about it. But if it says on there you can make a complaint and it will get investigated, well, you should be able to make a complaint and it should be investigated. Um, a lot of this evidence that's in here never got heard because they just, you know, it got taken, oh, you should have gone under this law, not that law. You should have done this, you should have done that. And animal justice, like everybody else, has tried. You know, they've only got limited resources. And this is why maybe when you're a single advocate and there's a lot of you, you can really bug these people, you know, and say, come on, you know, I'm sitting in the UK, I'm sitting here in Australia, I'm sitting in New Zealand, I'm here in whatever, I can see it. You know, this is, these are your world tourists. You know, I've been to Canada, you know, I'd like to go back. You know, we're your world tourists, you know, but we don't want to, I don't go anywhere where there's, you know, horrible, to, you know, cruelty to animals. I don't want to, I don't want to spend my tourist money there. You know, and I don't, I don't need to go and see a distressed elephant. You know, I'd like to go and see nice parks. You know, I'd like to go and see wildlife. I'd like to do the ecotourism. Um, you know, there's nothing bad about sending Lucy away. But one thing here, Margaret Whitaker's thing was when she is the first time I've realised that Lucy fought, fights back and has fought back, which really, I was impressed because it's probably the wrong word. because She shouldn't have to. But it just reminds you that there is a really intelligent individual in there. She knows and, things are wrong. She knows this is yeah. wrong. She knows she's not yeah. supposed to be living like this. And she knows these yeah. people are doing mean things. She has yeah. cognitive abilities. She has emotions. She's yeah. a living, breathing, thinking, processing, feeling, sentient being. And exactly. she, she fought yeah. back as she knew what was happening was wrong. Oh, she's bolted from these keepers. She's taken swings at them. Um, bad behaviours, weird moods, not listening, being bratty, struggled to get to leave grass. And oh, I know, crabby. Um, and this lady, oh yeah, grabby with hooks. I've heard that she's thrown a bull hook. Um, it says here, many times when an elephant is grabby, they are frustrated and not necessarily wanting to have what they grab. Um, it is highly likely that Scanic, Lucy, recognises the hook, recognises when it's used and perhaps doesn't want to participate in what's next in her day. Um, yeah. So, for, I, so, for, yeah, yeah, so for instance, here on June the 11th, 2008, it was noted she was getting grabby, oh, sorry, getting crabby and beelined for the building which suggests the staff lost the ability to control her movements. She was very agitated. She was bolting in her late walk. She broke the fence again. Lucy's right in there. Right there. Mm. Get her to a sanctuary. Right there. Yeah. You, you don't broke, just, Yeah. This is, that's not it's the bonkers. way any yeah. animal. It's not even the way we, we should mix with humans. And it's not the way that we should work with any animal, if they're showing signs of disliking our approaches, then we need to change our approach. We need to think about what is important to them and 
instead of continuing to suppress and and physically and emotionally beat them down and suppress them, we need to say, there's a reason that they're doing this. Yeah, this lady, she was, I mean, Margaret Whitaker was such an expert. As I said, she was a zoo director and, you know, had, had 175 ex, um, elephants under her jurisdiction, her care over her career. And she said here, based on the records I've reviewed, it is my opinion that Scanic has a history of non-cooperation, has shown aggressive behaviours towards keepers, has destroyed property. Uh, the staff could not maintain a level of control over her behaviour that provides assurance of the public safety when she's walked outside. Now, I know LEAP have raised this issue for decades, that it is breaking the Alberta safety law that Lucy has walked around the zoo. I mean, I've seen pictures of her near pushchairs. And it says here in these records, she's bolted previously. There's even a, a newspaper article she bolted out to zoo once. A policeman couldn't keep up with her when um, the gate was left unlocked. So, you know, where's the bonding? That's exactly, I mean, as much as that woman is making a valid point that, that she shouldn't be put into those situations, using the term that Lucy is being belligerent or difficult or not listening. No, Lucy's being an elephant in confinement. Yeah, she's fighting back. Yeah, for any, she's an innocent elephant on death row her entire life. Yeah, it. She's her. I guess because the the way I work with dogs and as a behaviorist, it's not that they're actions are wrong or horrible it's that we need to learn how to work with them so and this is what margaret that, did that her she tried yeah. she yeah, tried I, really yeah. hard um to you know to yes, her, her, give the her, staff her, some training yeah yeah, yeah. But, but but it you know it's it controllable well yes yeah, she's yeah. an elephant yeah. it, this isn't this isn't against it shouldn't be portrayed as and I and I know that she was doing a positive and she's done wonderful mm -hmm. wonderful work just that terminology right there we should flash if that's how Lucy's being described it's because she's unhappy she's not if humans can't control an elephant it's because we shouldn't be controlling an elephant Absolutely. And this is what people don't see, because when they see her paraded, it doesn't occur to them that why isn't she striding out? It doesn't occur to them because they don't know all these records. Of course, they wouldn't see them. Yeah. Um, I've just got this bit here and I'll just yes. read this to you. It I says, since I became aware of Scanic's situation, I've discussed with zoo staff and other professional colleagues their thoughts regarding relocating her. The responses span the spectrum. Most of the colleagues I spoke with, particularly the ones who were opposed to moving her, had not been involved in many elephant transports and especially hadn't moved elephants that were in suboptimal condition. It seemed their fear of the unknown in part drove them to an opinion. Well you said. See, and that Wonderful. is that is why she's still at that flipping zoo. It really is. Yes. You know, and... And it gets back then, to your original, quite a while ago, your which is good, your original where you said that the the negative outcomes of her being moved were to the zoo yeah 
Yeah. It was but, that that the reason that they're not moving her has nothing to do with her, at least from anybody who's experienced enough to make that decision. It's because they, yeah. it's going to negatively affect the zoo. If they got in expert movers, um, you know, they've already got two, actually, they've already got decades of yes votes, Lucy can move. And it's because elephants are great travellers. If you, you know, if you think about the ones that have been, had horrible lives in the begging industry and living in chains all the time, they get transported to sanctuaries. They don't die. Yeah. Circus elephants, think how badly they're kept. You know, they move they all the time. Yeah. Elephants Animals are actually good travellers. Like many, many different species. Yeah. Go There's from a really, yeah, Dr. London. Yeah, Dr. London said it really well. She said, Lucy is already breathing and walking. She's actually just got to breathe on a, on a luxury transport. Thing. That's all she's got to do. She's got to stand there and breathe. And this that's is Lucy's. That's so true. Yeah. yeah, that's her transport plan. That is yeah. it. Who knows? She's, in she's going to be doing the same thing plan. that she's doing right now. Being yeah. put into a confined environment where she has to stand and yeah. breathe until she yeah. gets to where she's going. That's it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's all. And the thing is, over the years, um, this picture was um, was one that's always done the rounds of the internet. Now, this picture here, she's got um, a stick shoved up her nostrils to hit the piano on the ground. So you can see that. Um, she's got arthritis and she's performing circus tricks. And that's how she's spending her day. You know, she's breathing while doing all these really uncomfortable things. Well, the minute she gets on a transporter, she's doing nothing uncomfortable, nothing at all. And we know she'd like to get out of that zoo because she bolted for it when the gate was open. So one other thing, actually, we will, if I could, if you don't mind, we'll just mention. Take your time. Go ahead. Is, I, I, thank you. Are the paintings. Well, embarrassingly, unequipped, you're, you're. Just doing a wonderful job. Thank you so much. Continue, please. That's right. So $450 for that. So what do you get for $450? What does Lucy get for $450? Oh, and by the way, they did this to a seal as well called Hula. So what is that? We know that's Hula, who um, there's a seal apparently called, and they've made her paint as well. So the idea with this painting business is they say it raises money for enrichment. But what they don't say is that Lucy stood there with arthritis, sore feet, and she's having a paintbrush lodged in her trunk, which has got a blockage yeah. that they never had a scope long enough to really find out. And now it's too late to sort it out. So what we thought we'd do is, first of all, the elephant's trunk is one of the science journals, maybe one of the most sensitive body parts of any animal. It contains 400,000 neurons, a lot more than, expect, than expected. Um, and it goes on to say how amazing, you know, how sensitive their trunks are. And we know elephants, like their feet, they communicate over miles and distances, and they've got all kinds of, you know, amazing talent. So, actually, that's just more of the same. So what I've got here is, might as well have a bit of fun. So it's some paint. This is kids' paint. You know, it's non-toxic. But... 
one of the advocates tested the paint used by the zoo. You know, they went to the dollar store, they bought the paint. It was toxic until people created a fuss, then they said they switched to non-toxic. But non-toxic on your skin still has some nasties. Um, and we know by science how sensitive an elephant's trunk is. So what they did is they got some paint, and it's quite funny because elephants only see certain colours, but they like to claim that Lucy chooses her favourite colours, right? And they're calling this enrichment? This is enrichment, yeah. She can stand there with arthritis Not in, a barn that, in a barn that's got no windows with painted trees on the walls. And this she is can their, spend... This is their meagre little excuses of... $450 some people have paid for this nonsense, right? Then they, they've got a cloth. There you go. Wipe it on there. Her nostrils. On her. Yeah, on her trunk. Yeah, on her trunk. It's, there's still a Lucy painting video on um, on social media. So do that. And then I can't believe people fall for this, but they did. And perhaps they were innocent. And then what they do is they have a Lucy kiss. I'm not kidding. I, I'm, I'm completely and there's a whole list I nearly printed it up but I thought well I won't embarrass them because hopefully one day they'll realize but there are charities conservation charities that take money I think last year the Edmonton Valley Zoo gave seven million to conservation charities and then they went back to the council asked for 11 million for improvements including for Lucy why didn't they use that seven million for Lucy to have safe air to breathe and a safe lawful new barn it would cost a million dollars to give her a state-of-the-art barn why didn't they do that you know it seems to me that some of this conservation and i'm going to highlight the con goes to huge salaries and why should lucy be a victim you know it, yeah. it makes you wonder what what kind of genuine charity would do that to an animal so she stood there bored out of her mind doing that for that and someone's going to pay 450 dollars for that it's a blob the animal doesn't even know what color it is you don't care what color it is um you know if i was going to do that to i don't know what have we got here i've just tried to find some old bits hanging around there's a panda you know what should i do go and rub a panda's nose in that and blob it you know why are they picking on lucy what about you know if someone's got a horse you know really sensitive should we go, you know, and then start kissing, you know, put a bit of paper on it. If you had a horse at a horse show and people were doing that on on the horse's muzzles, people would go berserk. You know, they wouldn't put up with it. <laughs> well. And yet, and yet for some reason, yeah. people put up with this Lucy. It was even at the airport. Edmonton Airport was selling them. You know, and what does Lucy get out of it? Rocks. They bought us some rocks. Yeah, this is... Just... What's she going to do with rocks? I mean, I, I nearly did it to my old eel here because it reminds me of the days, weeks, months, years till, you know, the penny drops. I think this enrichment, I mean, obviously it's a big thing in my profession as well, this enrichment, and I think it is often used as a cover-up for pretending to make the environment um, 
Yeah, I, I did. I just completed a, uh, a course out of the PhD program at the University of Sweden, uh, Agricultural Sciences, and it was on cognition and emotions to improve animal welfare. And we did discuss how to improve. Um, I did it virtually, but a lot of people did it virtually. There were some people live and they had a day trip to the zoo. Um, and just looking at, uh, and then while they were at the zoo, we we had assignments that, uh, and we got together as a group and and saw videos in different aspects of the zoo. So we were kind of doing what they were doing, but uh, virtually. So um, looking at the different environments of the different species uh, and researching the different species, just, you know, not totally in depth, but uh, on what, uh, how they would live in their natural environment and what they would do on a minute by minute basis or a daily basis, or would they look for food? Would they, um, you know, play with each other? These types of things, would they climb up on things? Um, you know, whether it's rocks or mountains or whatever, whatever this, it was lots of different yeah. species. And I, I get it. Like I get trying to simulate what they would do and trying to understand it. But I think I do think a lot of it is just to make humans feel better and to make us feel better that we're providing them with enrichment. Um, but it's very challenging. To, it was interesting what you said, bored out of her mind is where I, partly where I'm going with this. The brain is still not stimulated in the same way, which is so important uh, mentally, emotionally to be able to harness cognitive skills which comes from survival on many different whether whether it's foraging for food or whether it's uh finding a place to uh, even finding a place to urinate or to definitely oh. that they feel safe doing that i mean there's a lot it, the idea of teaching her that she has to urinate over it just so goes so against and then they're saying that is enrichment because she's painting or what i mean it, it no no that, that's exactly 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 there's nothing in it for her and also lucy's always been obese it's something that the zoo says she's not but it says here that um in 2022 she was nine thousand four hundred and forty five pounds now, it says in one of the Dr. Lindsay things and one of the other things that she should be something like 6,700 pounds would be a healthy Asian elephant weight. And we go up and down between the 8,000s and the 9,000s over all these records. Lucy is five out of five and considered obese. Um, in North America Zoo, 74% of elephants had a body score above normal. Um, and obviously, for any animal, for anybody, you know, it's going to bring on health issues. Um, she's not enriched. She can't, she, you know, enrichment falls in with welfare, mental health and everything else. You know, your enrichment should yes, be going for a walk, walking your dog, doing something that makes you happy, you know, because that's when, you know, you're not eating junk and you're doing something that is natural. Well, you know, she's micromanaged. She's got she's got people surrounding her, you know, with those bull hooks putting her along. And it and it says here like Lucy should have access to running water at all times. 
Well, she doesn't. She drinks from a hose. She um, and the access to water is not there all the time. You know, so I queried this with the zoo manager. He got a little bit uppity and he said, oh, the vet's got it wrong. She does have water at night. And I said, well, can you prove that, please? And I still haven't had an answer. Um, as far as I know, and from the vet reports, um, she's not getting enough water, it says in the vet report. And between the 12 hours, there might be more because obviously the people go home at five o'clock or six o'clock and, you know, they're not there till the next day. So Lucy's spending all that time at night without water that I know of. And that is basic. That is basic yeah. access to food and water and the ability yeah. to breathe. Yeah. These yeah. are basic. This this should not be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. It says here 12 hours a day. Um, and obviously several months a year, no access at all. And this is actually this is the Dr. London one. And, um, you know, it's just full of, it's, a, it's a really a good summary of over the years, you know, all the things that were said that were never done. And so obviously things were probably not so bad years ago and now worse because nothing was ever done. And just to let you, you know, you think an elephant's got quite tough skin, but I don't know if you can see that, but those are Lucy's sores. Yeah, that's from sleeping on. That's, that's from sleeping on grit. Yes. Younger, yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's getting into her skin, it's infecting her. Mm. Yeah. And I think there's um it's either a thermal image or I think it's a thermal image that one. So you can see that it's long-term foot pain there. Um but she, you know, it's really lovely that Dr. London addressed the breathing issue because I'm not, you know, not being funny, but as you get older, everybody's got aches and pains. You know, we saw it with the Orca Toki. They expected her to be an Olympic athlete almost to leave the place. Well, when you're halfway through your life, you're not going to be, you know, all you've got to do is be well enough to make the journey. And to be honest, you you know, if you made the journey for and survived a day, a month, a week, you know, a year, two years, five years, you've made it out. And it's that happiness that has is what is proven now. With so many elephants having gone from zoos and circuses, it's proven that even... The worst, you know, the worst in health elephants recovered and had a they really, did. yeah, and they did. And it was worth I mean, it. This is, even if they just cover a very little area and, and just spend their day looking at yeah. the sky, <laughs> of course, of course, they're going to get healthier. Yeah, exactly. And in her thing here, I just want to say it's got is Lucy fit to travel and I think this is a really good one to end on is that she, she words it so well she said in my opinion it is possible to move Lucy and I do believe she should be moved for her health and welfare mm. the listed health issues do not prevent her from being transported to a different more appropriate environment I witnessed no evidence of res respiratory distress during any part of our exams and or testing or walking around the zoo with her in an ideal situation, the Edmonton Valley Zoo management and staff will be working collaborative, collaboratively with others um, and also everybody pooling their expertise, knowledge, hands-on experience to get the best possible outcome for Lucy. So, you know, every, nobody's got any animosity. You know, over the years, all anybody from zoos or sanctuaries saying, please move Lucy has ever wanted is... A joint effort that's all they've wanted 
a fair and open joint effort. You know, come on, let's just, you know, do the right thing for Lucy. She's an individual. And when they're changing laws in Edmonton and Canada, like they've done recently, they're bringing through a new, I don't know, gorilla and elephant thing. No more gorillas and elephants. Well, were there going to be any more gorillas and elephants anyway? Probably not. Um, certainly not in Edmonton. But they're forgetting when they make these laws about the individuals. All these people are quoting science to make these laws. Where did the science go about the sentience of Lucy? You know, why, when did we decide to take Lucy and go, oh, well, you don't matter? You know, she does matter. She does. You know, matter. she matters to a lot of people. Um, so well, this is quite sweet. She said, based on her observations of Lucy, she's a very curious and calm elephant. And I think she'd be open to a new adventure. Um, and I thought that was really sweet. And she said as well, she said, both the temperature and the decreased amount of sunlight in Edmonton creates an inhospitable and cruel environment for an Asian elephant. The force walks on the snow and ice in minus 15 and minus 30 weather borders on absurd. There is simply no way to provide Lucy with an appropriate life or the life she deserves in Edmonton. It needs to be clear that her life at the Edmonton Valley Zoo and those unwilling to relocate Lucy or even make the previously suggested changes own responsibility yes. in what will be her probable early death. The decision to keep in her in Canada. existence. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's created an impoverished scenario Lucy now finds herself in. You know, that's sad, isn't it? And, and there's no animosity there. It's just fact. And that is why I started all this, because I thought, you know what, I'm going to just dive into the stuff that people don't read because it's 500 pages. You know, there's got to be a stone unturned. <laughs> It's quite funny, isn't it, given the rocks? Um, but we're going to do that because everything we've read, I mean, it's like watching a Lassie movie from when you were kids or something else. You know, you're willing this animal home. You know, you're willing her to find some happiness. And, and in this, you know, if the state of the world at the moment, everybody needs a happy ending of something. You know, if there's a cat saved from a war zone, everybody's happy. It is a good feel-good factor. And this is another reason everybody's so determined to not give up. You know, she's not giving up. You know, she's surviving. She was built by nature to survive the harshest environment. And she's done it. Um, Canada needs to step up. We need to. They do. They absolutely do. Right. We do. And I, I, yeah, they do. And I'll just end on this for you. It says, at the Tennessee Elephant Sanctuary, she will have the opportunity to have yards she can graze in, a lake and multiple ponds she can swim in if she wants. Most of the elephant's time is spent outdoors. She will also have access to a large heated barn with both radiant and floor heat, sand beds and thick poured rubber flooring to the stalls. During the spring and summer, the elephants at Tess are able to consume approximately 85% of their diet off the land. Whereas Lucy lives on hay. You know, she rarely gets any fresh browse because you know she's grazing mown grass and can't there's nothing to eat when it's all frozen um the, the elephants have access to a free access to the yards and stores they can decide where they want to be and they have 24 7 expert hands-on care there you know it's it's a wildlife park it's not the wild that some people worry but how could anybody you know keep lucy from that in favour of 
watching her walk slowly and in pain around the zoo and swaying in distress. I mean, you know, if there's love for Lucy, let her go. Let her go. You know, you've, you've had 46 years. Give that animal, you know, a year or two. And why a lot of people feel so passionate is because we've seen Kiska die. We've seen Tokate die. And everybody would have just wished that those highly intelligent animals could just for a day or two, you know, I said, or a week or a month or a year, be themselves. And that's what Dr. London said. She said, you know, in this, it would be so lovely just to see Lucy being herself, having the chance to be herself. So, um, yeah. I'm sure she doesn't even know, like, it's just... It's terrible. She just needs to be able to have her brain yep. and her mind and her emotions and her just to feel, just to feel. Exactly. And so yeah, I mean, there's a whole load of stuff here as well about which Alberta laws have been broken. And throughout the decades, it's the same letter with a different date. It's the same sections, it's the same everything. Um, you know, and every this is the thing, we're doing the same stuff. But what I say to people is, you know, LEAP work really hard, individual people work really hard. Um, anything anybody will do, pick up the phone politely, you know, there's, there's no need, you know, people can disagree and people, you know, we've got to go back to the days when people can disagree and not be horrible to each other. You know, politely ask the council, come on, we've seen all this. Can we do something? Can you unblock? I'll, I'll do the, you know, I'm happy to report this and to follow the, you know, the, the, the channels, but unblock them. And yeah, you know, any any email or anything done for Lucy is never wasted. You know, that's all I'd say, really. Yeah. So people can... When, you, when you're saying LEAP, it is an organization that perhaps people can follow and that is an acronym. Would you, you know, for more information or ways? Yes, it's, um, they're, they're the Edmonton post. Advocates. Yeah. And, you know, I follow them and other people do. And they they were the ones that got let Chayla to come to um, Edmonton and they've been on it for years. And yes. they're a lovely bunch of people. But what I why I sort of stand alone on it is because Sometimes it can be a little bit, people are so used to, the zoo says this, the main advocates say this, and it's like, oh, same old, same old. And that's it's it's, Yes, it's almost creating a division when mm -hmm. it, we just, I need the facts. And, and that's not Leap's fault at all, by any means. No, They really it's shouldn't not. even have to exist. No. Um, they're just, yes. And then when things get divided, it almost becomes an ego where the zoo just won't. Yeah, and and Leap have worked phenomenally hard. I mean, yes. you know, I can't yeah. say enough how hard they've worked. So, um, so definitely for, for listeners to check out Leap because they do have a lot of information there as well. Mm. And we will post that in the show notes as well. Any links um, uh, for more information and for what individual people can do from all over the world. I mean, it, you don't have to be, no. like you said, Yvonne, we don't have to go there and look at Lucy. We, it, 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 so much, 
and it's not it's not hopeless it's not done canada needs to recognize this and it'll take uh you know one influential person to do something right yeah exactly yeah and, and we're not we're not asking for the zoo to close we're not asking for any kind of you know major upheaval it's just <clears throat> you know please retire lucy you know she deserves it yeah thank you so much yvonne you've been a wealth of information, like I said, I, <laughs> I was honored when you asked me to too host much. this, but I feel, <laughs> no, it was, it's never too much. It's, it's emotionally a lot and that's good. It should be. That means, that means that you presented very well and you, you have an enormous amount of information and you've done an enormous amount of work and we are so grateful for you. you. And I'm that's honored to have been able to host this thank you so much and Lovely. we'll keep in touch thank take you billy care. pleasure thank bye. you everyone. take care bye-bye and we're from the all about animals radio thank you so much for joining us this is the solutionist show please share and please also check out the other uh, shows and interviews on the All About Animals site, there's a lot of very good shows and a lot of very good hosts and an immense number of incredibly knowledgeable people. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.